to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. This is another journal episode from the car. Um, a lot of uh, what I do, the way it's changed, I guess, is that um, when I was recording them in my house, I was preparing things. And now you guys are just hearing me kind of work things out in my head. Um, sometimes today is one of those days. Um, but before that, um, well, what I'm going to talk about is how our identity is shaped by the consciousness of other people, um, by the identities of other people for better or worse. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, but before that, go to the infinite spark of bean.com. Uh, the art print store is there now. There's also a new apparel store um, with a new, it's just t shirts um, and some pillows and shit. I don't know. There's just merch. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, there's also Patreon, Venmo, books. It's all a way to help support what I'm doing here, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, um, June 1st, I will turn 47 years old. Um, you know, every year birthdays are weird. Um, they get stranger by the minute. Um, but what I think is interesting, right? And let's go back to the widget, uh, the widget analogy, right? Um, if there's an object that your mind has no concept of, so I tell you what that thing is, and I say, oh, that's a widget. And I use the cognitive faculty of language to then label it, and I tell you about the widget, I tell you what it's good for, I tell you what it's capable of, what it's incapable of. And for whatever reason, we're friends, family, I'm an authority figure, whatever, and you believe me. And then later on, you encounter uh, one of these objects and you experience a series of thoughts and feelings and all that kind of stuff and you aren't experiencing your experience. You are experiencing my description of it. Um, it is like in Carlos Castaneda's books when his shaman Juan Don Juan Matus, when Juan tells Carlos... Um, you live in a description of reality and you are beaten over the head with that description from a very early age until you repeat it back to them. And that's very much um, the experience of being a person. Um, the thing that's tripping me out is that am I supposed to feel different about being 47, like 47, you know, the, the idea of other people just like, okay, so you take birth and let's not get into the minutia of reincarnation and past births and all this kind of stuff. But you take birth with, you know, you got your epigenetics, you got your genetics, and then you've got nature and nurture and all these things. And those are dictated by the consciousness of other people. 
right? Consciousness being what those people are conscious and unconscious of, not, you know, people throw that word around in the new age community and it's irritating as shit to me. But like the widget thing, if I'm, if I've had an experience with widgets and I'm conscious of that, of uh, that's what I'm conscious of. And it's not that it's objectively real. It's just my experience. So then I download that to you. That's the human birth, right? And how we take birth and all that, I am not even fucking trying to do that right now. But, you know, I can remember a kid, uh, being a kid and, you know, the, by the time I was your age, this, and by the time I was your age, that, um, but the world was different than my parents were depression era people, you know? And like, I was looking through, um, my little cousin's yearbook. Um, he's like 13 and I'm looking at, you know, these eighth graders or whatever. I'm like, they look so fucking young, you know? And then I looked at eighth graders from when I was a kid and like, they just looked older. And then I remember looking at yearbooks that belonged to my parents from like the fifties, the fucking forties or whatever. And thinking, Jesus Christ, these people look like they should have mortgages and insurance or something. Like, they looked old. And I know a lot of that has to do with nutrition and hormones and um, phthalates and all sorts of shit. But anyway, the point is, is that I am going to be 47. I do not feel 47. I don't think that I look 47, do I? I... Certainly, I don't act like it. When I was a kid, 47 was a dead person. (laughs) Like, you know, and I'm like almost 50. And when I think of their model of what this is supposed to be, it, I feel a tightness. Right. And I get a little, right. But then I, I, I access my parents and specifically my dad's stepdad, my pa is what I called my pa. And they would be so proud and, and thrilled with who I am and how I live my life, you know? And so it's the consciousness of the world. Now think about this. Your identity is a reflection or who you think you are. If you get trapped in it, right. Is a reflection of other people's level of consciousness. Now you can go to the town you're from. Uh, the the county and then the state and then the country you know you look at it that way and it's very interesting and it's very much like if you think of like like I live in Florida right I live in South Florida which if you've never been to Florida South Florida is much different than North Florida um and it's it's a thing it's a it's a way of being it's, uh, it's people are outside a lot. Uh, people are largely in really good shape. Um, no matter their age, really, you know, it's, and it's a way of thinking, it's a way of being and, and, and how much that influenced my likes and dislikes as a kid, my trajectory, my interests, like all that stuff. And we all, everyone down here, I mean, like you have politics, but like 
it's kind of a vibe, as the kids say. And it's one thing. It's not... Like, you zoom out and you're like, oh, these people are like this. And then you zoom out into the whole state. Well, these people are like this. And then you zoom out to the whole country. Well, this country is like this. Right? And then the ego steps in and goes, no, 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 you're a separate something. Because if you keep zooming out long enough, you end up with just one thing, right? The non-dualist, the non-dualism trip, right? Which I think ultimately is the reality, but I don't think that that's what's supposed to be happening right now. I think we're supposed to have, we're supposed to experience, I'm going to get a little, I, you know, I, I, lately I haven't gotten really mystically, I've dealt really in mysticism. Mysticism not meaning, like, if you look up what mysticism means, there's one, the actual definition, which is usually the first one, there's, like, some secondary one which just shits on it. But it's just sensing into things that the intellect can't access, right? And a lot of you know what I'm talking about. Non-dualism, like, I can feel the non-duality of things. But it doesn't feel as though I'm supposed to stay there. I believe that I'm supposed to experience separateness. And I've let go of it being a mistake and let go of it being a problem and, and whatever. It's just separateness. And it's fine. It's a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun being Keith. I'm having a lot of fun being Keith. I will continue to have fun being Keith. You know, whether it's fun for everybody else. Of course it is. I'm, see, that's the self-deprecating shit. Of course it's fun for it. People love me. That sounds crazy to say, but they really do. Right? At work, it's really funny because there's a lot of clients when they first meet me, like when I first walk into like, like my groups are like, if I do a group, it's like psychoeducation, right? And people would get, just get up and leave. Like <laughs> I get, get like a minute and a half in, like, why is he yelling at me? And then they just leave. Um, but the people that stay tend to like me. <laughs> it's, it, it's an acquired thing. Um, but so, so think about it, right? You have your, your family, then your friend group, and then your, your city and your town and your county and then the state and then the country and then, and then the planet and then the realm of existence. And it just zooms out and out and out until it's all just one thing. Like a watch. It's just all these little parts kind of working together. And when I say like, oh, well, my identity, you, you take birth and it's shaped by the consciousness of other people, depending on how you're wired, that can be bristly, which is for me, it's like, wait a minute, who do you think you are? Right? But I've learned over the years to really appreciate the consciousness of the people that raised me, for better or worse. I mean, some of it was crazy, you know, but... It, it was good because I'm here now. So I'm going to be 47 and the ideas about what that means, like I don't have kids. Um, I uh, don't uh, participate in the career I went to school for anymore. I left that. Um, just those sorts of things, like these, these benchmarks and 
Western culture. I just haven't hit any of them. I mean, some of them, I guess. But they're not important to me, right? And when I get into the world, like what 47 is supposed to look like, am I supposed to start wearing like polos or something? I mean, I have them. I'm not averse to them. Am I supposed to start wearing plaited, like pleated khaki pants with a braided belt? (laughs) I don't know. I, I have no idea. But 47 has been described to me and it's in my consciousness. But what's funny is that if I do 47 the way it's been described to me, I feel incredibly sad. But if I just let go and just be whatever this is, then I feel relief. And it's not a relief like I'm avoiding something or getting out of something. It's like this relief of like, oh, this is real. And that, that the things that they're describing to me really don't matter. Some of them do, actually. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. It's widgets. It just gets described to you, and then you feel it, and you have all these thoughts, and they're not your thoughts. They're somebody else's thoughts, and they're somebody else's experience with this, right? I'm just going to do, continue to just do this the way I do it, you know? Because I look at the people around me that have the things that you're, like, supposed to have, and they're all horribly fucking miserable. Like, they're not happy. And and that just doesn't, like, they're not good salespeople for for the nuclear uh, Western whatever. None of it really is. Like, when, when I, you know, people say, you know, you should really keep track of current events. It's like a civic duty. But every time I try to, it's just, it's so dumb. It's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I, I guess our governor's running for president. Um, somebody in my, uh, in my friend group posted all the, the things that he did that they don't like. I mean, and I was looking through them and I'm like, these issues seem really complicated. Like, I don't know if it's as simple as just bullet points on an Instagram post coming from somebody who like doesn't really read books and just kind of watches TV a lot. They're a great person. Like the person's great. Like they're, 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 they're fine, but it's like, I don't know, man. I feel like some of this shit is just, and there's so much fucking money in it. Like you're going to like, I don't know. I remember Badahari Das telling me that like when I lost interest in those things, he was like, you got a higher taste, you know? I don't know. I mean, some of it's important. Like, I hear about things. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. You know? And I hear about other things. I'm like, well, why? I hear about it. I'm like, well, that sounds like a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have a finite amount of energy in this body. And it needs to be used wisely. 
you know I can't put the effort into like what I need to to help people with trauma and stuff like that um, and keep track of like what Ron DeSantis' opinions about things are I don't know I don't know I know I have opinions there's things that I care about that um, well I don't care about them let me, let me rephrase that. There's things I see in pop culture. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. But it's more like, why are we... What's the problem here? Why is this an issue? You know, like... Like trans stuff. Like trans community issues. I have a lot of clients that are trans. And I meet them like, yeah, this makes sense. I don't know. I've had more contact with trans men than trans women. I knew a few trans women when I lived and worked in Wilton Manors. I don't really know any now. But, like, the trans men that I have contact with, I don't know. They're fine. They seem like dudes. I don't know. I don't look at them and think, you're a woman. I don't know. I get it. They're like, yeah, this uh, woman never felt right. This feels right. It's like, you mean, I'm like, yeah, fuck, this makes sense to me, too. You know? I don't know. People seem upset about it, though. And I think I found out about the Bud Light thing, like, way late. Like, I found out about it yesterday. I was like, what is going on? So it's these widgets. It's these, these touch points where everybody's supposed to have an opinion. And, like, I don't... I think I get self-conscious sometimes, actually. I'm about to turn a corner. The sun is going to go right in my eyes. Let me throw my sunglasses on. There you go. There we are. Yeah, they're huge, right? Um, I didn't know how big they were and I bought them, but they have amber lenses and I love it. I like it. I like the amber kind of whatever. Um, yeah, I feel like it's all been described to me, you know, and, and I've noticed the older I get, the less the descriptions stick the less I give a shit about the description. When they're like, hey, this is what it's supposed to be like. I'm like, oh, fucking no, man. I mean, I don't think there's an objective reality. I think it's so subjective. You know? It's like, you're having your experience, but it's not mine. Because your experience, like, my experience of life is dictated, you know by the consciousnesses of the people I was raised around and grew up with and, and all that kind of stuff. So, there we go. So, that's a, um, I don't know. So that automatically makes it un, unlike, it, it's not solid. Now, Buddha always talked about the problem is that like, the mind believes everything is fixed and solid in time. You know, and I think that's where the suffering happens because the mind wants it to stay the same and be the same and whatever, and it just can't be. You know, it's going to change all the time. You know, that's that thing like wisdom frees you and morality binds you. Policies bind you. Wisdom knows the present moment. It only knows what's going on right now, and the rest of it just kind of like tries to create this predictable future so that you can feel safe or so that the nervous system and the mind can feel safe 
And that's what I think the widgets are about. It's why, you know, it's like if you do these things, then your adulthood will be great. If you, if you do what they tell you, then you'll, you'll have a home and kids and it'll all be safe. You know, the nuclear family, I don't even know if that's a fucking thing anymore, but like, that's not the case. That's what I learned from 2008 to 2010 that like none of it matters. It could all go away like in a fucking second, you know, um, investments, uh, clients work. You know, that kind of thing. It's nuts. They describe it to you and then you just kind of like fucking hope for the best, I guess. If you're going to play by their rules. When I say play by the rules, I don't mean like, I don't know, wear a paper sack on your head, go to work. That's not what I mean. I just mean like, if you're going to care about the things that they told you to care about, I feel like it's going to be very hard. Right? Like, if you care about the things that the culture tells you to care about, you know, I I know so many people that are in that trap and they're not happy. They're not any happier than, they're not happier than me. You know, they seem like they struggle a lot. I mean, I'm not like ecstatic all the time, but that's just fucking mental health. (laughs) You know, um... Yeah. So 47 is coming. You know, I can say this though. And this is a big deal. This is the big thing. Is in the past, it was like the people that really loved me the most are dead. And so there's no point, really. But like, this is the first birthday where I don't think that's the case. I mean, nobody loves you more than your mother and father, right? I don't feel unloved. Right now, anyway. I mean, you know, 7.13 p.m., I don't feel unloved. I feel loved. You know, it's really interesting, and I'm probably going to fucking ruin this or fuck this up, but, like, in ancient India... Not in ancient. I don't know if it still happens. Oh, fucking. I live in Florida. Um that like there's just ages and steps that at certain ages you do this at certain ages you do that and I know that in Judaism it's kind of like that that like you don't get into the Kabbalah until you're 40 and like all that because I remember the first time I had a a rabbi for a client and his therapist uh, was a Jewish lady said you're going to like Keith because he's read and understands the Sefer Yetzirah and he just kind of scoffed that this Goya would, I think that's the word, would know anything about it. And uh, he challenged me. He goes, you're not supposed to read that to your 40. And I was like, I think I was 41. I was like, well, I'm past 40, so I'm good. He's like, oh, okay. But, um, you know, we, uh, but there's this thing that happens in your 40s in a lot of these cultures where you really lean into spiritual practice where you do pilgrimages and you you just lean more into it you know whereas the beginning of your life is establishing all these things a family and da 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 and then in your 40s you really 
engage in spiritual practice. Well, I started fucking with that in my 20s. I was 20 years old, 1996, when I just decided that I was going to do this other thing. And actually, I think I have the the date is written in that Bhagavad Gita that that lady gave me, but you know something happened when I turned 40, and something is continuing to happen it's fucking wild and there's a piece of me, it's, it's crazy like, something really wonderful will happen, this realization, or something it's, it's crazy, right and I'll feel this immense amount of gratitude and I'll put my Tulsi beads back on, right? Like I need to, you know, I, I don't know. But I wasn't wearing them before when the really great thing, but there's something in us as humans where it's like we feel like we need to show thanks or gratitude for some sort of higher power every time something great happens. But, you know, it's, I've really worked hard to change you know, the way my mind works, the way I experience my mind, the way I experience my personality. I've worked really hard at that stuff. And, um, yeah. I've worked really hard at it. I, um, and it, I, it, it just starts to change, but something happened in my 40s. I don't know if it's real, I have no idea. <laughs> You know, I might just be imagining it. I don't know. Um, time we at? Anyway, um, so I'll be 47 on June 1st, and I feel like I was just born. You know, on one hand, it's like, like I feel like I've lived hundreds of lifetimes with this one genetic code, right? On the other hand, I feel like I just got started. You know? Like I just got going. So I'm gonna take care of this body. I heard Ramdas call his body one time a, th a 19, a 31 model or something. I don't know, whatever year he was born. So I'm gonna take care of this 76 model you know, see how it holds up, treat it good. I'm much nicer to it now than I used to be. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday. Um, I love you guys, and you're all very, very kind to me, and I appreciate that. Um, if you have questions or comments, reach out. Um, yeah, check out the new shop online, infinitesparkofbean.com. Believe it or not, I just learned uh, yesterday that you could have multiple web links in your Instagram profile. So I'll do that. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, okay. I'm just going to post it. It's so weird when I record these, I get in my head because they're unprepared and I'm just talking and kind of thinking out loud. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. So it's hard. Like, so I don't even look at them, especially when I've been filming with my face and stuff. It's like, I don't need to look at my fucking dumb head. Um, all right. I love you guys.
We've been doing this a long time, man. Um, and I, I like it. So um, reach out, talk to me, ask questions, buy books, buy shirts, get on Patreon. If you have ideas for Patreon stuff, if you want to donate money to me through Venmo, just, you know, as a kindness thing, it's always appreciated when you guys do that. I'm always shocked that you guys do it, but I appreciate it. Uh, anyway. All right. I love you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.